Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Print On Demand Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Vonarks, here with my co-host, Carrie Egler. And in this episode, we're gonna be talking about all things TikTok shop. There is a lot of excitement around TikTok shop right now. It is a new sales channel, and it has a lot of potential to make you more sales and transform your business. However, that said, there are a number of things that you should be aware of before you start using TikTok Shop for your business. So in this episode, we're gonna be breaking down what is TikTok Shop, the benefits, the pros and cons of TikTok Shop, and we're gonna share our initial thoughts so that you can make a more informed decision as to whether you wanna leverage this new sales channel for your brand. But first, real quick, before we begin, if you have not already, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast or to our YouTube channel where we also publish these episodes. It helps us reach new listeners and it helps you never miss an episode. Thank you in advance. We appreciate each and every one of you. And now let's jump in. What's up, everybody? Adrian here with Carrie. And today we are talking about a very hot topic. This uh, this episode is going to be dedicated to all things TikTok shop because, Carrie, there is a lot of excitement about this feature. There was a lot of hype about this feature coming out, and it's actually still really, really new. Like, this was only released in the US in September of this Amazing. year. So, we're going to kind of break this down in a couple, uh, we're going to break it down in four parts. So first, we're going to explain what is TikTok Shop in case anyone doesn't know. Second, we're going to uh, talk about the benefits of TikTok Shop. So why should anyone consider selling on it? Then we're going to talk about some very important considerations. You guys are going to want to hear these because I'm just going to say it right now. It is not perfect. The integration with print-on-demand providers is not perfect, and there are very mixed reviews. So we're just going to be really open and candid about what we're hearing from people, um, and then we're going to finish off with our thoughts. So just before we get into that, we want to shout out, we should just call this like our listener of the week segment. We just want to shout out our listener, our listener of the week. Listener of the week Submit yeah. your names. Submit your names. DM yeah. us. Like, call this segment because we do it every week, uh, and I think it's awesome. Like I like highlighting, highlighting our, our awesome listeners. Uh, but we need a cool name. Yeah, just like, just like our listeners have cool names, we need a cool name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Listener of the week is kind of vanilla. I'm not gonna lie, but um, but right. we do always love showing love to our reviews. Um, We're so grateful for everyone who writes us these five-star reviews and says all these just really nice things. And we want to show you love. So, Carrie, I'm going to hand it over to you. Before we get into that, was there anything you wanted to say? Uh, Well, is it... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if that was, there's something I'm supposed to say to that. No, I'm gonna no, read the there review. Wasn't. Oh, there is actually something I wanted to say, but it was just it was odd. Like you knew I wanted to say something. I, <laughs> I was gonna say, in talking about reviews, leave us a review because we love to read yes. your review and we love to know what you think about the podcast. Uh, yeah, we love hearing from listeners. So hit the review button if you're on YouTube. Leave us a comment. Uh, let us know what you think. Sorry, that was just funny. That was funny. 
Uh, anyways, our Apple re- we're reading an Apple review this week. It is from, okay, this is a pretty good name. I feel like we early on in the podcast, we had some great names. Then we haven't really even mentioned the names, which means maybe they weren't no- noteworthy. But this listener's name on Apple reviews is Philly Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> with, but it's only with it's only with one e though. So like Philly cheese, <laughs> or is it Felicious? Is it Felicious? I don't know. I don't know. P h i l y c h e s e. P h i l y c h e s e. So it's just it's Philly cheese, but only with one e. I think it might just be a typo. I think they meant to put Philly cheese. Well, Philly also usually has two L's. So there's actually two typos in there if that's like what they were going for. Philly cheese. But uh, I, thought, well, I thought it was Philly cheese at first too. And then I was like, maybe it's like Felicious or Felicious. Way, if you're going to leave a review, make sure you have an awesome name. And I think Philly cheese is a pretty awesome name. Yeah. Philly cheese steaks are delicious. And uh, I'm going to read this review now. All right. So the review says, I am a loyal listener. Last week, I listened to the show on AI. I took the advice and was able to upgrade my mock-up starting the same day. Great show. Philly Let's Cheese. Let's go. Thank you so much for your review. I love that. And that, you know what's cool about this one is a listener listened to an episode and went and took action. And that's uh, that's pretty that's pretty flipping awesome. So our goal is not to just give you fluff. Uh, we want to give you actionable steps to grow your business So and things you can really get your get your get yourself moving, get in action, right? So Totally. Uh, that's awesome. Thank you, Philly Cheese. We appreciate you. Yeah, it's true, man. Like one of the biggest compliments is people actually taking this advice and going out and using it. That's, mm-hmm. that's you know, we, we love hearing that. And maybe I've shared this quote before, but you know I'm a quote guy. There's a quote that says, knowledge isn't power. Knowledge applied is power. And yeah. I really believe that. Like action is required. It's one thing to sit here and listen. And we love you guys. We love all our listeners. And we're happy you're here but we also want you to go out there and take action. And it's just such a compliment reading reviews like this where someone did take action um, and use some of these strategies. So it's always just, every review is such a treat. Um, So thank you for all the five-star reviews. Like if you're enjoying this, keep them coming, please. We we love shouting you guys out. Mm -hmm. All right, well, with that, why don't we just transition to the main event? Um, so let's start. Let's just let's just kind of get grounded here. We're going to break it down into four parts. And so what I want to do is I just want to kind of go through each part. And Carrie, I really want to hear your thoughts as we go through. I want to know kind of your your thoughts um, with each part. The first one is just explaining what TikTok Shop is because. A lot of people don't know what TikTok shop is. Mm -hmm. And like I mentioned earlier, it's very new in the US. And so TikTok shop, for anyone that isn't aware, it allows sellers, brands, and creators to sell products directly through TikTok videos, lives, and a product showcase tab. So TikTok shop just launched two months ago and already some print-on-demand companies, including Printify and Printful, maybe some others, those are the two that I know for sure are integrated. They've created direct integrations with TikTok shop. So not every print-on-demand provider has. So depending on who you're using, you might not have that direct integration. Um, 
but really that's it. That's what it is. It's pretty similar to Facebook, Instagram shop. I would say there's some kind of unique features about it and we're going to get into that. Um, but yeah, really that's it in a nutshell. So Carrie, did you have anything to say about that before we jump onto the benefits? I have lots of thoughts on this. I'll be honest yeah. with you. I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of mixed mixed thoughts, especially. So I, I think I like Facebook and Instagram shops, but TikTok shop, I have some some reservations and some concerns. I don't know if we should get into those yet or save it. Uh, but yeah, I, I I think it I think it could it could be beneficial, especially in some situations, and it might it might not be in other situations. I think that mm-hmm. uh, I think TikTok. And Facebook and Instagram, for good reason, they want to keep you on their platform. So, what you know, if you if you didn't quite get that explanation totally, like what TikTok is doing here is they're allowing you to buy products inside the TikTok app without leaving the platform. So you could be watching your TikToks, scrolling through them. A a, a I keep wanting to call them reels, but because I'm I'm a reels guy, but uh, <laughs> but the TikTok comes up. And it's got a product tagged on there. You can click it and then buy it inside TikTok, go back to watching videos and never have to leave the app. Mm-hmm. And so um, I feel like the marketer in me is like, I want to get people to my website for a lot of different reasons. I, I don't know. We can we can dive into that now or maybe 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 a little bit later. What do you think? Yeah. Why don't we dive into that when we talk about kind of the important things to know and and our thoughts, because I also have a lot of mixed feelings about it. And so why don't we just, uh, why don't we start with the benefits and then we'll kind of get into important things to know, because there's a lot that you need to know and that you should consider if you want to use TikTok shop. Um, So so let's do that. Let's just transition to the benefits. Um, and there's there's quite a few benefits. I mean, this is a new sales channel. This is a, a really seamless, easy way to allow people to buy your products without ever leaving the platform, which is very, very powerful. The rise of social commerce is real. We've seen that with Facebook and Instagram shops and TikTok shop is very, very similar like that. More and more people are starting to do this. They want that seamless buying experience because we have to remember that in most cases, what we're doing, marketing our products on social media would be referred to as disruptive marketing, right? We're trying to do uh, demand generation. We're trying to generate demand by getting our products in front of people who weren't looking for our products in a lot of cases. And so, um, that's very important to remember and it's very features like this are very valuable for that as well but a lot of people don't actually want to leave tiktok they don't want to leave facebook or instagram they went in there to hang out to be entertained and as much as i agree i love driving people to my website like that's like the ideal spot right because it's optimized for conversions it's optimized to get them to spend more uh, there's a lot of social proof and lots of, of, of great stuff on there that's going to help your conversions. But we also want to make it as easy as possible for our customer to buy. And if that's their preference, then it's a good idea to meet them where, where they are. And yeah. so that kind of leads me into the benefits here. Uh, I've got four benefits. There's definitely more, but these are four of like the big standout benefits uh, of how TikTok shop could help you make more sales and raise more awareness 
of your brand. So first of all, you're just going to reach a massive and engaged audience. TikTok has over 1 billion monthly active users, and they spend an average of 52 minutes per day on the app. That's crazy. That's like an almost an hour on the app. Very that's probably the highest among among social media apps. I think it is. I think it is um, the highest among social media apps. You can you can confirm that. I'll let you uh, go ahead. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let you do some real time research. But I I remember I looked at the uh, I looked at a graph that showed the highest, and I'm pretty sure it was number one. But it says uh, it says uh, YouTube is second with 48 per day. Uh, Twitter or X 34. Wow. I'm surprised Twitter is up there. That's shocking. Um, yeah. 33 on Instagram. Um, and then Facebook is like 30 Snapchat 30. So it's like, all, I mean, close to double Instagram and Facebook, not quite, but, but I mean like <laughs> it's like 100, 175%, you know, 75% more. It's like 75% more than Instagram, Facebook. It's pretty wild. Yeah. It, it's also wild that it's more than you YouTube, beat, in my opinion. How do you beat YouTube? I know. How do you beat when you're, yeah. you only have basically only have short videos? Right. You, know, you have some long form stuff now. Yeah. But but primarily your bread and butter is short form videos. Just people you can watching st- a lot of those things. Yeah. <laughs> you can still only do up to 10 minutes for a video on TikTok. Crazy. And they're probably going to expand that because I do think that they consider YouTube a very large competitor, even though a lot of people think that Instagram's their biggest competitor. I think they really are mm. kind of oh, yeah. nipping at the heels of YouTube. I mean, you look at that stat about uh Gen Z, it was saying that uh, TikTok is the number one search engine for Gen Zs. So they go there over Google. They use TikTok to search. That is a kind of a telling tale. You know what I mean? That's, I was um, looking at mine. I spend so much time on YouTube. It's pitiful. Mine is my daily average over the last week is by far the largest is YouTube, hour and 50 minutes per day on YouTube. That's wow. embarrassing. Maybe I should not tell people that. that dude, I probably spend an hour on YouTube a day. Like I, I watch it instead of TV. Um, yeah, I don't watch so, TV. Like, other than sports, I watch sports, but. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there's a couple of things, but I'm on YouTube a lot more than I'm on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and even more than I watch streaming like Netflix and mm-hmm. um, Hulu and whatnot. But anyhow, TikTok is a very popular, clearly like the numbers don't lie. People are spending, almost users are spending an average of an hour on there per day. So that's obviously a huge benefit. Another big benefit is just that creating of a seamless shopping experience for your followers. So with TikTok shop, like we said earlier, people can purchase your products without having to leave the app. And while some people might think that that's really small, this is not a small thing. This is a really big thing. A lot of people don't want to leave the app. Like we said before, they're there to be entertained. They're in a lot of cases, they're not actually there to shop. And so the fact that they can be entertained by your content and they can see somewhere where they can buy that product and it can all be totally seamless without them ever having to leave the app. A lot of people are using this. This is getting more and more popular year after year. So we always say you want to make it as easy as possible for your customers to buy. 
or your shoppers to buy. And this is one of those ways that you can do that. Mm-hmm. Carrie, any thoughts about that, the seamless integration? Uh, not really. I mean, I think it's, uh, I, I, I do, I think a lot of customers, to be honest, I think they don't really think about the things that we're thinking about. They don't think about like, am I leaving this app to go to a website or like, they're just doing the easiest thing. So if mm-hmm. like, like I used Facebook shop the other day, either Facebook or Instagram shop to do an order the other day. And, um, I didn't even really realize I was doing it until I'd already like was completing the order. And I was like, Oh, that was like, and I only knew because I do it this for a living. Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, I just use Facebook shop. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, it's just funny. Cause I don't, I don't think customers are thinking about a lot of these things that we're thinking about. They're just doing what's easiest, you know, and, and what's readily right there. Yeah. And overall, like customers probably don't want to be, don't want to be like tracked or they, maybe they think there's less tracking if they don't go to, I don't know, but you know, I, I agree. It is, it does make it very easy. A lot less clicks, more seamless shopping mm-hmm. experience. As you said, it's, it, it, it makes it, very easy. Yeah. It's quick too. Like any way that we can reduce friction in the buying process, you mentioned clicks. Like that's another thing, like reduce, reducing clicks reduces friction Mm -hmm. and reducing friction improves the chances that someone's going to complete the purchase. So like one of the most, one of the most frustrating things for me is putting in payment information. So it's just Mm. like when it's saved, it's not even frustrating. It's just like, if I'm at home, where's my wallet? what card, you know, you know, that stuff. Mm-hmm. So like having, having that saved in there, I mean, that it makes it so easy, which, you know, if you're using, I'm assuming TikTok does it as well, but any of the other shops on social media platforms, it's like just a couple clicks, everything's saved. It's easy. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Cool. Cool. All right. Next benefit. And this one, this one is, is pretty cool. Um, showcase your products in a creative and authentic way. So TikTok allows you to create short, catchy videos that showcase your products in action. So this is something obviously really cool because not only can you do this yourself for your brand, but you can also have influencers showcase your products for Mm. your brand. And that actually leads me right into the next benefit is you can leverage the power of influencer marketing, which we know is huge. The reason why I love influencer marketing is because they have audiences that in many cases don't know who our brand is and they introduce our, uh, they introduce their audience to our brand and our products And because a lot of the followers of that influencer have trust in them, that's going to improve the chances of a conversion because part of the trust is already built. So anyone that has been in TikTok, just like Instagram, it's like the home of influencers, right? TikTok is home to millions of influencers with hundreds of millions of fans and followers. So by us brands collaborating with them, we can reach new people who trust their recommendations. And that can be very, very powerful, especially if you're a brand built on influencer marketing. So there's, I actually was listening to a podcast recently and I really liked, they they said essentially there's three ways that you can gain followers or yeah, three ways you can gain followers or build an audience. And they said, first, you can buy your audience. And that doesn't mean buy followers, never buy followers. We would never recommend that. That is a old strategy that never worked before and it doesn't work now. 
But what it means is you can put ads behind your products and you can introduce people. So you pay to put ads behind your products and you introduce new people to your products and you can build a following that way. You can build your audience that way. The second way is to borrow an audience. And this is where something like influencer marketing is very powerful. You can borrow someone else's audience, someone whose audience has trust in them, get in front of them and have that almost instant credibility because now your products and your brand are associated with that person that those people trust. And then the third way is to build an audience from scratch. And that's just, you know, posting regularly, uh, regularly to your social media, offering a lot of value, engaging with your community and building organically that way. But this is kind of tied to that second one, the boring of an audience. So I feel like this could be really powerful. And what I really like about this feature is that TikTok's new product showcase tab, it actually allows creators and brands to curate a dedicated storefront within their profiles. So this feature is going to provide a centralized space where influencers, they can display their clients, i.e. our brand's products, making it easier for followers to shop and to purchase items. Carrie, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that's really, really powerful, really cool because, um, you know, there's there's actually, I've seen this a lot uh, with where, where, where basically influencers, I've, I've especially seen it with YouTubers, but I, I know that other influencers do this as well, but they'll, they'll create basically a, like a web page That's like, here's everything I use. So mm-hmm. imagine, imagine, you know, where I've seen it most is like a, a YouTuber that maybe is in the filmmaking or camera space, you know, and they'll say, okay, click, click the link below and it'll be like all my recommended camera gear. Right. And so you get all these links to all the stuff that they use. And it's like, oh, if so and so uses this camera, like I got it. That's the one I want. Right. Mm -hmm. And so this is really powerful because you hire an influencer and they can basically have a space on TikTok where they say, these are all the products I endorse. Right. And one of them can be your brand or multiple can be your brand as well as other brands that they that they work with. And I, I think that's really, really cool especially to have that inside TikTok. Cause as I mentioned, like this would normally be, they would say, click some website link, you know, to go out to their website and it's not going to be seamlessly integrated like all this, like this is, but you know, I could say, I could say, Hey, just click on my profile, click the shop in my profile. And it could have one of one of Adrian's t-shirts right there mm-hmm. and they could buy that within the app. That's pretty crazy. Um, and, and, and you think about if you're a small brand and you've got 500 followers on, on TikTok and you connect, you connect up with an influencer that's got a hundred thousand followers, you know, you, you can piggyback off that audience. They'll be able to find your shop, find your products and potentially engage with your brand, maybe become a follower of your brand. Um, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty cool, man. That's pretty innovative and and very, very unique. Do you know, I'm assuming it's not, but do you know if this is something you can do in Instagram and Facebook shops? So I, that, that's actually a question that I had that I didn't get an answer for. Um, I haven't heard of this. This is, so, like, this is really cool and new and innovative. Yeah. It, it does seem like a unique feature of TikTok. I don't know for sure. Um, I, we've been using Instagram shop for a long time, but we don't use that feature. So, you know, yeah. um, I'm not too sure. I don't know that it is. I would be curious to know. And I would also be curious if it's not currently 
how long is it going to be before Instagram sees that and is like, oh, we got to release that feature because yeah, that's sure. it's like a race, right? Like mm-hmm. one comp one uh, one social media platform introduces a new feature that yeah. is really cool and people use, and then the other one is like, we got to jump on that. So and they they always you know it seems like the big companies try to they try to copy it and make it just a little bit better. So yeah. like that's what TikTok's doing right now is they're like Instagram, Facebook shops. Let's make our own version. Let's try to add a couple new cool features. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny what you said about like how like a lot of influencers will have that kind of list of things. Mm-hmm. Dude, this microphone, this old microphone, if you're watching on YouTube, I bought this on a creator's recommendation that I saw on TikTok, I think. Yep. So like I, I buy lots of stuff on people's recommendations. Dude, like basically all of my YouTube gear is bought, has been bought from me watching a YouTube video and yep about like, oh, whatever, camera, whatever. And then it's like clicking a link and buying what they tell me to buy, like the lighting, the camera, the microphones. I mean, oh. yeah, it's all it's all from that. So it is the same, it's the same principle, right? It's the same mm-hmm. thing here is I follow this influencer and they wear this t-shirt brand. So I want that t-shirt brand and they can tag those products, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree. We are, we're the, we are those, uh, consumers. Mm -hmm. So, um, all right. So those are, those are some of like the really big benefits of TikTok shop. And those are really big benefits. I mean, any, you know, any new sales channel with such a massive amount of monthly users and highly engaged users is somewhere in most cases that we want to be. Um, so, with that said, I want to kind of transition to the next section. And this is going to be important things to know. And really, we're going to be answering some of the most frequently asked questions because there are a lot of questions, comments, and concerns about TikTok shop right now. We don't um, have all the answers. <laughs> we don't have all the answers. This is a super new feature, and we're still learning about it ourselves. Yeah. However, we do have students using it and there are a lot of people using it, some of which who are happy and they're making sales and some of which who are very unhappy. Mm-hmm. And so what I want to do is I just want to shed light on some of the considerations or maybe frustrations that you might have. And I mean, just to kind of, just to kind of be clear, like this is totally normal with new features. Usually new features, they're very buggy. They're not perfect. They're glitchy. Even the company is trying to figure it out. Like I remember when Instagram shops, uh, Facebook, Instagram shops came out, we were having so many troubles, so many problems with it. And we were getting super frustrated and we had a direct line of communication with Meta and we were giving them our feedback. And what was actually cool is that they were actually applying a lot of our recommendations as it evolved. So now it's much better, it's much smoother, still not perfect, Mm -hmm. still has some glitches, but man, it is leaps and bounds better than it was when it first came out. Mm -hmm. And I feel like TikTok shop is at that kind of phase one, where it's like this new feature that everyone wants to use and they're gonna learn how people are using it. They're going to learn what sellers like and don't like. And hopefully they take that feedback and they evolve the, this uh, feature, which I definitely think they will. Um, but 
let's talk about some of the downsides. And this is in no way to discourage people from using TikTok shop. We're just trying to give you the good, the bad and the ugly, right? And then at the end, we'll share our thoughts and we would love to hear your thoughts. So uh, if you are using it and you're watching this on YouTube, like leave us a comment on your, on your thoughts. I would love to know people's first impressions. I personally have heard very mixed reviews. Some people really don't like it uh, and some people like it a lot. So um, the last thing I will say just before I jump into this is this is kind of a benefit again, and that is the first mover's advantage. So you look at a lot of brands that were built off the back of Instagram back in the early 2010s. We talk about them a lot, the Pure Vitas, the Blenders, um, lots of brands like that, the Movement Watches that ended up becoming like multi-million, hundred million plus dollar brands. And a lot of their success came from being an early adopter of Instagram. So there might be an opportunity here with TikTok shop um, to be an early adopter. And if you are willing to go through the hurdles and the headaches, it might pay off for you. No guarantees. I would say, especially, especially if you're somebody who's already active on TikTok and you've built up a little bit of a following I mean, here's the thing is that social media platforms are, are almost always going to reward those that endorse their features early, mm-hmm. right? You remember when, you know, Instagram stories came out and how, you know, in the early days of Instagram stories, if you were posting stories, you were getting insane reach, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing with reels, same thing with when TikToks came out. The, a lot of people were like, mm, I don't want to do these, right? But those that did got insane growth. Everything's going viral, right? And so there's always a, they're all, I think always they're going to reward you for being an early user, which means maybe they will push your products out to more people early on before it gets really crowded. And then everybody's doing TikTok shops. Uh, you're going to have more exposure. So it's yeah. always good with social media to be an early adopter of new new features. I 100% agree. And there were even incentives. So they waived yeah, exactly. all the fees. Like TikTok shop does charge fees. We're going to talk about that in a sec. Boo. They waived those. Yeah, boo. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, they do have fees. Um, and they actually waived those fees up until September. So while we're, we're in November now. So yeah, two months ago using it up to then another thing. Well, actually that would have been, they just introduced it to us in September. So maybe it was a non us or the beta testers. They might've had a group, a selective group that they let test before they rolled it up uh, to the public, um, and offered no fees for them. Uh, another thing that we are seeing right now with some of our students is that TikTok is actually giving discounts on their products that the students aren't giving and TikTok is eating the cost of those discounts. So they're actually trying to incentivize people on their platform to use this feature because, I mean, you think about this logically, right, Carrie? If more people use TikTok shop, guess what? TikTok shop gets more fees. So there's an incentive for them to get people to use this feature. Um, yeah, they want to they kickstart the consumers to, to use yep. it. So just to say that again, just to, to re, re-say that so everybody gets that that's listening, is you know, TikTok, TikTok is offering the customer like 15, 20% off, and mm-hmm. then they're paying you as the seller out uh, the full amount before any discounts. So again, it's incentive for being an early adopter. 
-hmm. and um, it's just free discounts for your customers that you don't even have to you don't even have to pay for you doesn't even have to come out of your profit you make the full profit which is really nice yeah exactly i mean there's there's a big bonus right there right one of many one of many um the next thing let's talk about fees everybody loves fees right wrong um so let's talk about some of the fees the tiktok calls it a referral fee so this is the fee that tiktok charges you per order so the referral fee has two parts. It's 2% plus 30 cents USD per order. So that's the fee that TikTok charges you if you make sales through TikTok shop. Is this, I'm assuming this is in addition to credit card fees. Because if it's not, that's cheaper than credit card fees. But it, I yeah. assume they're, they're going to have to cover the credit card fees somehow. So jumping back real quick to the credit card fees, I yeah. don't like, I'm looking at their official, you know, TikTok shop page on fees. And for, the only thing that I see here is it says referral fee <clears throat> equals 2%, which covers customer payment uh, plus platform discount plus 30 cents per, per order. Um, and <laughs> it actually says up here, it says referral fee, Total fee TikTok shop charges and collects on all completed orders, which encompasses all TikTok sh TikTok shop fees, with the exception of shipping and tax fees. So to me, that sounds like mm -hmm. it covers everything except for shipping and taxes. Mm -hmm. And I don't see anything mentioned here that I can find as of yet on additional credit card fees. Wow. So. Uh, I mean, that looks like a great deal to me. <laughs> if that is, that is a great deal. If, if that is the case, wow. Mm -hmm. That's, yeah, that, that's a really, really good deal. Just, just to make that super clear to listeners, you know, if you sell on your Shopify store, you just make a sale mm -hmm. on your Shopify store, you're going to pay typical credit card processing fees, which is typically 2.9% of the transaction plus 30 cents per transaction. So 2.9%. What we thought was that the TikTok fee was going to be on top of that, but it looks like they are only charging you a total of 2% plus 30 cents per, per order, uh, which would actually be 9.9% cheaper than on your Shopify store or you know Stripe fees or wh whatever the, the case may be. Um, and I would imagine that's probably because TikTok is a very, very large company and they're if they are you know processing crazy amounts of credit cards because of everything that they all the revenue that they do through ads and through you know uh, new this tiktok shop they've probably negotiated with the credit card processors uh like visa and mastercard and these kind of things they probably negotiated a really good rate and so they're able to pass some of that on to the consumer or the seller like us so that we can uh we can pay lower fees all right let's jump into important things to know so the first thing to know is that you do need a separate seller's account to open a TikTok shop. So a TikTok account and a TikTok shop account are two different types of account. So to use TikTok shop, you will have to sign up for a TikTok shop account. It's not as simple as us having our own accounts and then just 
seamlessly setting it up. No, not, not that easy. There, there are some steps. So the next thing is that you do have to apply for a TikTok shop. Now, most people that I'm seeing applying are getting approved, but there are pretty stringent criteria. Um, and there are some that I heard haven't been approved. Um, all right. So another limitation is <laughs> this one. Oh, man, dude, I was reading through the fulfillment requirements for TikTok. Whew, it's stringent. Like they're they're pretty strict, which it's surprising because Printify and Printful are really pushing TikTok shop right now. Like they're. They're both, they both got content around their integrations with them and whatnot, but the fulfillment guidelines for TikTok shops set by TikTok are pretty strict. So for example, TikTok's recommended ready to ship timeframe is within one business day after the order day. Now I'm not saying that they're going to cancel the order, but that's their recommended ready to ship timeframe. Now here's where it gets a little dicey. The order needs to be shipped within three business days after the order date. Three, dude, like think about Q4. Some companies, their fulfillment times really spike in the fourth quarter. And um, I just- uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm curious about the wordings. I'm sure you, I'm assuming you pull, pull this wording directly from their website. So it's definitely something to be aware of for sure. What I would say is that most, it does say business days and the majority of print on demand providers uh, usually have a 72 hour ship time, business day ship time. Uh, all that means just to be clear is that usually they have printed a label and it is in in progress of shipping or is in shipment. Uh, it's <laughs> in the act of being shipped. <laughs> Within three business days. Now that doesn't mean it's delivered within three business days, but but it sounds like here that they are TikTok is saying like you better have a tracking number within three days. Is kind of what they're saying. Yeah, and what I will say is that Printify and Printful are working on this. They're quite confident that they can be meeting these deadlines that they can be meeting the standards that are set by TikTok shop. And they're reassuring users that are using the integration that they're working to make sure that it's smooth and that they don't have a bunch, that they're not constantly missing the days. But that said, I've definitely heard of sellers who these days are being missed. It's taking much longer than three business days after the order date. And some are even having their orders canceled. So it's something, it's something like, this is how it is right now. Uh, This is probably not how it's always going to be. I would expect that they're going to get a lot of feedback from sellers that TikTok shop is going to get a lot of feedback from sellers saying we need more time. We need like a bit more buffer here. And I hope that they do expand that out. So again, this is such a new feature. Uh, there's much to be desired still, and it's by yes. no means perfect. But um, but something to be aware of, right? So if you are using a print-on-demand company that allows you to use TikTok Shop, so if you are integrating TikTok Shop with a print-on-demand directly or through Shopify, make sure that they can meet these like these deadlines 
might, um, might be something to monitor as you're getting started your first few orders for sure. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of people that are very concerned about it. So um, a lot of people are asking Printify and Printful, can you meet these? And they're saying, yes, we're working our hardest to meet these. So, I mean, the more time we have, the more feedback we're going to get, right? Right yeah. now it's so new and a lot of people haven't used it yet, but as, as the adoption of this feature grows, I'm going to be really interested to hear, you know, kind of the experience, but also how this feature evolves because it is going to evolve just like Instagram and Facebook shops evolve. Mm -hmm. So, uh, all right, the last one, and this is another one that a lot of people are concerned about. So the biggest concerns that I'm seeing on social media and from students is that one, the three day uh, order shipping kind of threshold. That's a really big one. The other one is the payments, like how delayed the payments are uh, from TikTok shop to the seller. And then this one's also really big. TikTok requires sellers to accept returns for essentially any reason, including if the customer states, and I quote, that they no longer need the product. Dude, that's a wow. bummer. That's yeah. that's wow. like that is you can't such have your own a return policy. There, it you can't. You just have to. You're letting TikTok set the return, refund policy. It's such a buyer centric feature, and and I get it. I get that like they want people to buy, and they, it's important to them that people have a good buying experience. Because guess what? Then they're going to come back more, right? Mm -hmm. However, it's it doesn't help us as sellers. It kind of mm -hmm. hinders us, and. As small businesses, as print-on-demand businesses, this is this is obviously not a great thing because well, some, some, yeah, some product categories have higher return rates in general, not just yeah. clothing and apparel, which is one of them, but uh, but many categories just have higher return rates. So it's like it, it almost deters some of those types of products, you know, from selling on here from sellers like us selling those types of products. Yeah, I was going through the the rule like you can go on TikTok Shop Academy and you can read all of their terms and conditions. It's pretty it's pretty dense. And so I was going through it earlier and I'm trying to summarize things here because I don't want to put people to sleep. But when I was going through returns, I was reading, you know, the the different situations and policies and I just concluded based on the way I interpreted it that people can return for essentially any reason. Mm. And that's not cool because first of all, it's hard to resell print on demand products. We're not fulfilling them. We're not yeah. producing them. We're having a third party produce and fulfill them. And so when we get returns, a lot of times it's not easy. Like there are creative ways that you can sell returns. You can put them on Poshmark. You can actually put them up on your website if you don't mind self-fulfilling those particular ones. There are workarounds, but, it, but all the workarounds create more work for us. And I think a lot of sellers just don't feel like it's worth it. Um, they'll just let the returns kind of stock up in their place. I like using returns for content creation. Like when you get returns, like yeah, that's good. feature your products, take video of it, take photos of it, you know? Um, but that's, that's a real bummer for, for sellers. And I hope that TikTok gets a little more flexible here because 
Another thing that I know about apparel, and I don't see a lot of people abuse it in this way, but definitely some do, especially on Amazon, where Amazon just has like the most buyer-friendly return policies, is people will order like one shirt in like four sizes because they don't know how it's going to fit with the intention of only keeping one Mm. and then sending back the three. That's not cool in this case. If you're a seller and someone buys four shirts on TikTok shop, the same shirt in four different sizes and then sends three back, we've pretty much lost money on that sale after the production costs of the three shirts that we can't, well, we could resell hypothetically, but a lot of people yeah. won't. What are your, what are your thoughts on that? Like, do, do you feel a way too? Like, I feel like this is, uh, I, I'm not happy about this, uh, you know, this uh, rule. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I want to kind of wrap up this episode. We've got a few kind of final thoughts, but mm-hmm. the big thing I think that I want customers to know as far as like caution uh, is that, when you do anything like this, you know, you, you go ahead and put your stuff up on Instagram or in Instagram shops or TikTok shops. Um, you're, you're giving up so much control, right? And there's, there's going to be positives and negatives to that. The positives are that you could sell more products. You could give customers a easier buying experience. You could increase conversion rate because, you know, customers are going to have less friction and all those things are really good but you give up a ton of control. You give up a ton of assets, right? So the concerns are like, you're not going to be collecting emails, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. there, there's no, there's no email pop-up that's going to come up. That's going to connect over to your Clavio account and give you an email address to remarket to. So you have to consider that, that that's one less person you get their email, right? You may get a sale, but that you, you may not get the email you consider things like when you are running retargeting ads, you know, that's what I was thinking about early on that I wanted to bring up is one of the things about Instagram and Facebook shops is to me, this isn't, it's similar, but a little bit different is Instagram and Facebook ads are more proven and they're more tried and tested and TikTok Mm -hmm. ads are still very early on. And we know that you can do things on Instagram and Facebook ads. Like you can remarket to people who have been on your Instagram or Facebook page or, you know, page or account that have engaged with you and done these things. So in theory, you know, you're going to have a much easier and better experience remarketing to people. Number one, if they go to your website, you can run retargeting ads. Number two, if they're engaging with your Instagram or Facebook profile, it's a pretty, pretty good great strategy to then serve ads to them later on. Mm-hmm. Whereas with TikTok, you got to consider if you're running Facebook and Instagram ads and somebody goes to your TikTok shop, they're not seeing an ad if they go over to Facebook or Instagram. They're not mm-hmm. going to see an ad. And vice versa, if they're on your Facebook or Instagram shops, they're not going to see an ad for you on TikTok. Now, if you are if you're sending people to your website, you could in theory then remarket to them on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. So you can hit them with, you can serve them ads after the fact on any of those platforms. But I think that's something to consider, right? You're not getting the email. You're not getting the pixel data. You know, you're not going to be able to serve these people, Facebook or Instagram retargeting ads. You're giving up that control. And that's where this, bringing that back around to the refund policy, same thing you don't have control over the refund policy. Mm-hmm. You don't have control over a lot of other things here, including the orders may get canceled if they're not fulfilled in a certain time frame. 
you're not getting your money quickly. I mean, there's definitely a lot of concerns with this and hopefully TikTok hears the consumers and 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 maybe or hears us as sellers and maybe changes some of these or you know, loosen some of them up, different types of businesses, whatever. But um, there's definitely a lot to consider. I wouldn't let this deter you in most situations, especially if you're a heavy TikTok user with an audience. Mm-hmm. You, you, you're pro. You know, I think historically, what we've and we've even talked about on this podcast. If you're if you're trying to sell on TikTok, it's been a pretty hard battle to get people off of TikTok to your website, from TikTok to your website, because TikTok doesn't want them to go to your website. Why would they make it easy? They want them to stay on the platform. So now they want to make it easy for them to buy products on the platform. And now, you know, TikTok gets to earn some of that revenue through the fees or whatever. Um, So it's a win-win for TikTok, but not always the biggest win for us. But again, the upside is huge. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just the things to consider. Um, we're not making a recommendation, I don't think, but there's definitely pros no. and cons. Yeah, no, I, I like I. Everyone needs to make their own decision about this, um, and we'll share our thoughts. Uh, we'll share kind of our our kind of final thoughts on it. I want to I want to like turn this more positive. You know, I started with the benefits, <laughs> and then I talked about the limitations, but I want to kind of go back to good things because sure. in my experience. As an early-ish adopter of Facebook and Instagram shops, I can say that it was very similar to this and it definitely was worth it. Like it was worth the headaches. It was worth the headaches. We dealt with the glitchiness. We dealt with the problems and we made a ton of sales on the platform. And I'm still a big advocate for Facebook, Instagram shops. TikTok shops is like Facebook, Instagram shops when it first came out. It wasn't perfect. But what I will say is it for us, I'm only speaking from my own experience, it was well worth it. So we're not trying to discourage anyone from using TikTok shop. The way that I would kind of express my feelings about it right now is that I'm very optimistic about the long-term potential of TikTok shop. And I'm very optimistic that it's gonna improve and that it's gonna get more seller-friendly but I'm cautiously optimistic right now because that's how I was with Facebook, Instagram shops. I didn't adopt it immediately. I was a little bit cautious and I'm that exact same way about TikTok right now. I'm not using it. I'm cautious. I'm seeing what people are saying. I'm getting feedback from students that are using it and seeing what people are saying on social media and just kind of like feeling it out, right? Um, Because it's only been around for two months, I don't really want to set it up right now uh, that said, I think in the long term, this is going to be a good play personally. That's, that's, that's kind of my thoughts. Um, and you know, it is important to realize that there's going to be pros and cons anytime you're a new adopter of a product, right? You get the first movers advantage, you get likely some algorithmic favor. You can get promos from TikTok, giving deals on your products and you getting the full payment. So there are a lot of incentives and a lot of reasons to jump on this, especially, I really like what you said, Carrie, about especially if you're a heavy TikTok seller, like if you're creating a lot of content on TikTok, if you're creating a lot of organic free content, not like paid ads, if you're running a lot of, creating a lot of organic content, this could be a no brainer for you. 
maybe it is a no-brainer and maybe you're using it and you're having a ton of success. I know that people are using it and a lot of people are having a lot of success. I also know that a lot of people are very frustrated because it's so new. Well, so, I was going to say specifically, and I know there's a lot of people like this, so I'm, I think I'm going to be preaching to the choir a little bit, yeah. but if you are a heavy TikTok user and you're not seeing the sales that you want on your website, trying to get them, you're, you're saying click the link in the bio or click mm -hmm. the link in my profile or whatever, and you're not getting the people to click, uh, this you should adopt this. You should do it, right? Mm -hmm. Like you want to increase your sales. I think there might, I don't know for sure, but there might be another group of people out there that you're using TikTok and you are having a lot of success maybe on your Shopify store. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't adopt it right away because you're already bringing in sales on your website and you're collecting emails and you're able to remarket to them. You know, so maybe it's a situation where you say, let me hold off a little bit on this. I'm doing pretty well. Mm -hmm. Let me see if maybe, you know, maybe TikTok tweaks something and my reach goes down because I don't have my TikTok shop or, you know, you just kind of have to feel that out. But I think especially for the group of people that you're trying to, you're, you're seeing some things pop off on TikTok, mm -hmm. some, some pieces of content, but you're not seeing the sales from that and you want to get more sales. This is definitely, I would say a no brainer. It's going to make yeah. it easier for people to buy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would agree with that. Um, I definitely think there's so much long-term potential here. Uh, and the other thing that we haven't talked about that I would think that this would be super valuable for is if you're a very influencer heavy brand, if you're doing a lot of influencer oh, marketing yeah. and collabs, especially with influencers on TikTok, dude, like giving them the option to be able to feature your products I mean, in, to their audience, that's huge. Like that's that could be a potential game changer, depending on how much you're leaning into that influencer marketing. Do you have any thoughts on that? No, I agree. Yeah, I totally agree. Cool. So it's hard to give a yes or a no, right, Carrie? Like it's going to depend like, on your your situation, your business. Yeah, like it, it's. I don't feel like there's personally. I don't feel like I can give a yes or no answer. I'd have to learn more about the person's business. I would just say proceed with caution, but don't let the limitations hold you back from leveraging the power of this feature. So, yeah. you know, in a year from now, I'll, I'll probably be telling everybody you need to get on this, like I am with Facebook and Instagram shops. I'm just like I'm fully converted. I'm a believer. I've made a lot of sales from it. I've seen my students make a lot of sales from it. I'm telling everyone to set it up. I'm probably going to be like that for this feature in the future. I'm just not right now. I'm like on the yeah. on the fence. So cool. Well, this was a lot of fun breaking it down. It, it's funny, man. Like talking about a feature that's so new, it's hard because we have a lot of questions too, and we don't have all the answers. We didn't create the feature. We didn't create the integration. So it's, it's fun though. And I just wanted us to be able to get this out to our listeners to let everyone know that this is available. And we talked about, you know, who it's available for. So if you're selling and shipping within the US, then you can use with Printify. If you're selling in the US or UK, you can use it with Printful. So um, yeah, I'm curious to know anyone's thoughts if you are using it. Drop a comment in your YouTube and let us know your thoughts. I would love to know. With that, I think that's a wrap, Carrie. Anything else? No, thank you for listening. Good episode.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Print On Demand Playbook Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave us an honest review on whichever platform you're listening on. Thanks again, and we'll see you soon. Hey.